the extreme bpm guys tuesdays and fridays 8 p.m east african time that's when we get to do this where we get to talk to people that make the music in between the week monday to friday 1 to 2 p.m we premiere a lot of music on the show that is the ejas mix show and since by popular demand we decided to create also a spotify playlist for the ejas mix show so you can go and check out the ejas mix show top new 100 so we keep updating it every time we premiere music on the show and we get it over there on the spotify playlist all that can be get by can be got by the link in my bio go to at DJ Mark Extreme on Instagram, Twitter, and all that. You can get the link in my bio and you'll get to that. So this week, we are talking to an interesting artist that we premiered on the show. We, uh, we just premiered her, her new single and we shall be talking to her. Her name is uh, Alex Sandra. She's on the show. She's a super girl. She has an EP called Super Girl. <laughs> so let's welcome the super girl to the show. Welcome to the show. How are you doing? How is everything for you? Thank you. Thank you for having me here. That's uh, and that's actually the fabulous introduction you just did. <laughs> yes. I'm doing great. Mm. Thank you. How about you? I, I'm great. Thank you for asking. And uh, so what is interesting is this we've had the, I, I was when we were going to do this, I was watching uh, there's a, a video on uh, on YouTube still care. Right. Yeah, still care for you. Yes. How, how fun was making that video? Oh, that was actually a lot of fun. Um, we were very tight in schedule. Mm. So um, actually I collaborated the music uh, video producer is a very good um, co colleague of mine from uh, Bay Area, San Francisco Bay Area. And uh, I knew that he's going to do a great job of filming that music video. But we had a very tight schedule because we are very busy and he's very busy and studio time is so, you know, like it's hard to book the studio. And um, we actually filmed that within five hours. What? Five, five hours? That's how long you took to, re to film that video? Yeah, we filmed it in five hours, so it was like me going one by one, scene after scene, and it was like so hot. I was literally dripping, and after each scene, he was like, oh, first scene, done, cut. And I was like running, change clothes, and on the second scene, I don't know, do you remember, I was standing inside of this circle, like giant circle, and I wear a leather top and leather pants, and it was so hot, it took me so much time to put this leather pants on me like do you remember friends tv show <laughs> yes <laughs> yeah like ross tried to take the the leather pants off when he was sweating yeah. so like it actually i had the same similar feelings by the time so, so that was a lot of fun so easily you could have auditioned for friends at the time sorry so easily you could have auditioned for friends at the time uh after <laughs> that definitely i could relate <laughs> yeah so interesting so uh we, we were talking about still care it's available on on, uh, on youtube you can go and check out check that out guys the video is available you can go and see it so let's see how how music how it's all this journey starts for you right you are born in uh moscow that is in russia right yeah it's a capital of russia so uh you want to know about my background right yes, nationality absolutely ah uh, that's so confusing get ready <laughs> <laughs> So I was born in Russia, in the capital of Russia, in Moscow, but I'm ethnically from another country. I'm from Georgia, and this is like tiny country next to uh, Turkey and Armenia. Uh, tiny, but very proud <laughs> of their uh, culture. Like uh, Georgia is actually a very, very old country. Like we have 26th century history and stuff like that. And um, so my parents emigrated to Russia during Soviet Union, 
and I was born in Moscow. And uh, when I was 26 years old, like let's say it was um, seven years ago, <laughs> uh, I decided to move uh, abroad. Uh, so I moved to China and I lived in China for five years. And then I moved to America from China in the middle of pandemic. <laughs> Oh, so you move? Uh, oh, you you re- relocated to uh, to America in the middle of the pandemic. That is twenty twenty, right? Uh twenty yeah twenty twenty yes. So I left China when after after outbreak happened, uh, because like everybody was panicking and they were like, oh my god, like epidemic is happening. By the time it was not pandemic, so uh, I've decided to leave China and uh, then my fiance my boyfriend proposed and you know we've relocated from china to america <laughs> oh hold on. so the proposal was the link between you relocating after the earthquake and everything else added in the into the yes <laughs> so uh, actually my boyfriend my husband was preparing for proposal very like he was preparing real like he wanted to make it perfect but then outbreak happens everything messed up so he proposed me already during pandemic and uh we got married in mexico <laughs> wow <laughs> I know I know I'm so sorry it is confusing and my husband is not American my husband is Australian okay. so shortly speaking I'm Russian born Georgian who lived in China and moved to America with her Australian husband <laughs> and wedded in Mexico <laughs> yes exactly yeah that's interesting and uh, that's very interesting. So uh, uh, we were talking about, you know, how, 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 you know, your background and all that. But then you had an interesting part. You come up, you come from a dysfunctional family, like a lot of us, by the way. Uh, no, so, yeah, so it's a lot, it's a lot of us. And, but I think maybe from your perspective, since we have you on the show, uh, what do you think at the time when all this was going on and uh, you had, to be, because you, at that point you have to be an adult in the family? Yes. Yeah. So ah, that is even the way it the way it comes up on you. So at the time, what what do you think that pushed you to be? What did it change for you? What do you feel like you missed at the time when you were forced to be an adult at an early age? Uh, the question is, what I what do I miss from that time? Did you think? Do you feel like you missed something? You you missed going through a certain stage of life because you are forced to. Oh, of course, there are a lot of things I was missing. Yeah. Uh, first of all, thank you for noticing uh, that I'm an oldest child. I can feel you really can relate. And uh, unfortunately, there are many children growing up in families like that, and it is not easy and it's not fun topic. But it is what it is. You never choose, right? You should adapt and survive in situation like that so of course i missed a lot i missed childhood like like i remember i had very short childhood only when i was going visiting my grandmother she was like actually giving me this opportunity to be a kid you know go out and have fun with friends and don't worry about that but unfortunately that was like from like till eight years old or something and after that i was forced to grow up very quickly so i miss being a child you know actually uh just recently I bought myself Barbie doll. <laughs> I bought myself Barbie doll because I remember when I was a kid, I really was dreaming about that and I couldn't afford to have one. And I got my Barbie doll just when I was, I'm like 34 year old. And I was crying as a child when I got that Barbie doll because, you know, there was so much 
troubles when working. We didn't have time to play. Yeah, unfortunately, and uh, you, you're forced to because everyone else, all all your siblings are looking to you for a solution. You're also saying, "Hey, I'm one of you. <laughs> I'm just the oldest, <laughs> but I'm the only exception is that I'm I'm one of you." So, uh, you know, you you decide. Interestingly, I read you decided to take custody of your other siblings, which are, I think there are three of them, right? Yeah, that's very correct. Uh, I was a guardian of my younger brother. Uh, my sister and I, we had one and a half year differences. So like legally, you cannot take custody for a sibling younger, just only for one and a half year. And by that point, when I was already uh, like 18 years old, my sister was 16 and she already moved to my place, but I didn't need to legally, you know, like uh, sign any documents because she was grown up enough. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes for my brother, because he's younger, 10 years old, 10 years younger than I am, he was 10 years old by that time. And I really needed legally to um, get the documents done. Yeah. And it was, it was a hell to, to get that, 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 you know, just imagine 20 year old young girl trying to get custody for younger siblings it is very like i didn't know anything and every time i come to some government facility to ask explain people didn't take me serious because i'm so young you know yeah that's not easy yeah so you managed to do that but then also you are trying to take custody of your of your uh younger brother and then you become a mother too oh uh, yeah yeah, I. So it was um, back and forth. Uh, I tried to take custody for my brother once when he was like a little bit er er early younger, but I was eighteen by the time, and I didn't. I wasn't able to do that financially, so nobody gave me custody. So second time I applied for custody, I was twenty years old, and it started like process get started, but took like so many, so much time. So uh, by the time I became a mother, young mother, uh, my when I took full custody of my brother, he was 14 by that time. Uh, like, I mean, the documents, while I made everything happen, my brother was 14 by that time, and my daughter, four years old by that time, oh, and I was 24. Wow. Well, you, you Inside you, of course, you feel satisfaction that you managed to do uh, to do this. But do you ever? That, did, how did it ever feel like a lonely place at the time? Because you really have to take care of everyone else except yourself. Because every time you're thinking about your daughter, then you're thinking about your younger brother. Then everyone is looking up to you, and you still have to make sure you keep pushing forward. So you they you have to be stronger inside to take care of. The other people so that they can't see any weakness in you at the at the time did, did that feel did, did you feel like that at the time i have one quick question are you oldest child too yes i am <laughs> <laughs> oh we are in one team you know what i'm talking about um you know unfortunately i actually didn't have time to think how lonely i feel i didn't have any time to think how i feel uh, i was uh, constantly going to the work coming from the work taking care about my child taking care of my brother then going to the going to the that facility to try and get some documents done then going to the work i barely slept so i was in the long-term stress many years and i tried to keep myself together so i didn't have pan panic attacks or some craziness happening so honestly i haven't feel lonely because 
I just don't know what I was feeling except stress. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I started feeling lonely later, you know, when when stress gone and I had more time to take a breath. And I was like, damn, I this is like this is not me should should doing this. This is should my parents doing that. And I mean, not all of us are lucky to get good parents, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you know, at the end of the day, you, you turned out to be a super girl and took care of everyone. And <laughs> and, and, he, and uh, here we are now. We go to the fun part. Uh, but you you are you did amazing, and uh, I think your siblings are proud of you, and your daughter is proud of you know of what you did in their life. So that's, Thank you. that's very nice of you. Thank you. Yeah, yeah so, I feel kind of like a super girl. <laughs> yeah. So you end up you end up coming up with an EP that is uh, super girl, which is later on, but. You know, we shall get into that. So the music side of things, where does yeah. where do you get, you know, the bug? Where did you get uh, inspiration. inspiration from? How did this kick off for you? Um, the question is, how did I get inspiration, right? Yes. How did you get into music? Yeah. Uh, I, before I wrote my EP, my solo EP, I was actually rock singer for many years. So can you imagine like, the biography like that, childhood like that, you definitely start to express yourself in music, right? And by that time, rock music was very popular. So I was in a lot of, uh, like, not a lot of, a few rock bands before I became a solo singer. And I uh, wrote many songs, but inside of the band. Uh, and then when I moved to China and I convert my beliefs and I become pop singer, I mean, I would never actually believe that I would become a pop singer. If you would tell me when I was like 22 that, hey, Alex, you're going to be a pop singer, I would say, how dare you? I'm a rock singer. I will never do that. I will never be a sellout. I will never be. <laughs> and, and, and yet, like 10 years later, I'm this uh, pop singer standing with this nice dress, singing these pop songs. Uh, but uh, inspiration was very strong because like I was thinking, okay, well, um, I need to put part of my personality into this music. I need to express myself to let my feelings, you know, go come out. Yeah. You know, I can relieve a little bit and release everything I was, you know, hiding inside me. So um, I've decided that Supergirl image is the best image I would love. I would love to uh, use for this single and for this EP because women like who went through the same things as I did, feel very strong but honestly when it comes to relationships we finally want to relax and we want uh, our spouse our partner um like it comes to all gender relationships like lgbtq community or uh, or just i don't know everybody wants love everybody wants support and i felt like i just want to be that girl you know who who is loved and even if i will not be a super girl is there actually any human in this world who gonna just love me the way i am yeah so the probably song is about that so super girl is that deep that they, that ep is that deep for you right uh, yes yes <laughs> so so in between there you know you singing in rock bands and all that you move when you relocated to china which which you called converting to do pop music, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, yeah. So so when you move to China and uh, it's a different scene, right, from what you have been 
uh, at the time, where were you living when you're still in the rock bands? Yes. Yeah, so uh, in Russia, I was in rock bands and we were pretty popular in locally. Like we never been the band like recognized by the whole country, but we were pretty popular in our town and in our city and our area region. So like we were recognizable. And uh, by the time, like I, I because like rock music didn't actually give you money and I had two kids to take care of, I was forced to work and and go and do music. So uh, I remember like on Fridays and Saturdays we performed in rock clubs, but it was never paid. So I was working as a, by that time actually I had an already good job. I succeed in career and I was like a branch manager and I was making good money by that time. But I got so depressed because like, hey, I am taking care about my family and I am not making any money by music. I'm making career, which I don't really need. And I was like, you know what? I'm gonna change my life. Yes. So I've decided to quit my good job, take my, like my brother by the time was already 18 years old. So he started studying at college. Yes. So I was like, okay, well, I have my, my daughter, my brother is already grown up. And you know, finally I can live life for myself. <laughs> yeah. And I told my family that I'm leaving country. <laughs> and they were like, hey, Alex, you can do that. And I took my child and we moved to China. <laughs> and I made my dream come true. I finally became professional singer. By that, what I mean, I mean that I was making money only by doing music. And I was able to provide for my daughter being musician. Thank you, China. Thank you for that. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and uh, interestingly, in China, you managed to perf to, uh, to form an a cappella group too, right? Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That was such an incredible experience. Thank you for <laughs> <laughs> thank you for these amazing questions you are doing. You are doing such a great job. Um, a cappella band. Yes, we were first international a cappella band in that region of China. We lived, lived next to Hong Kong. And actually, we ended up being in a newspaper. So we got interviewed by Shenzhen Daily. Interview, uh, uh, it was interviewed because they were so interested that we are Chinese, Chinese foreign band, you know? Yeah. So it was, we had, uh, we had band members from all over the place. We had American band members, Canadian, Russian, Italian. Um, we had also Chinese band members and we had one member from Nigeria. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. So we had it like all over the place. Uh, I'm so sorry if I missed someone because actually we had 10 people banned, but some members was coming and living all the time. So it was really like uh, difficult. Like it, I'm nervous a little bit, so it's really difficult to uh, keep everything yeah. <laughs> at the place. So we had different uh, members from different countries and I was very proud of that. Yes, and 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 how does how did it feel like you move, leave your leave your career behind, go and decide to pursue music, which is what you wanted to do, and you and you move into a new country? How was it? How fast did you quickly start living off music as a musician professionally? How long did it take you? It took me after I moved to China. It took me one year to start fully being a musician. Um, it was it was not easy, but I was very inspired. You know, the, the most difficult part was that I didn't know for sure that that's possible. 
Okay. So, uh, because if I would be just only me, single girl, it's easier, you know? You just, you can just whenever you want and all you need, just feed yourself, right? Yeah. But when you have responsibilities, child, and you need to give education to the child. So you move with the daughter and you need to provide education, like school and pay for that school and uh, like housing and it's going to be it's not going to be a little room somewhere it should be a good apartment you can with garden your child can enjoy life you know while you are trying to approach your dream so it was tough and on the way i was not sure that that's possible but i was like i have only one life and if i will not do this nobody gonna do this for me yes so i was like trying my best and it come out it's possible it's possible i got something what i was not even hoping for so in the end of the day after hard working i really got uh results i was working i was performing for biggest concert possible i was on tv television i mean i never became like star in china but i was very like top singer in that uh, in that um, uh, like part of China and China is huge and I was on television I was on the best shows I was uh, on even the high scraper opening and I was like oh my god this is possible and I just wanted to tell everybody hey people it is possible just just go for it. It is possible. It is not easy, but you can do it. So yes. <laughs> Managed to build your career in China as a successful musician and, and you're able to live off that professionally. You weren't doing any other job at all. No, I was doing only music and I was so proud of myself. Yeah, you should be. You should be. <laughs> there's no, uh, there, I think there's no better feeling than when you, when you start making an income of something that you like doing because it doesn't feel like it's a job. Oh, no. No, it is. It is, a, it is the most beautiful part you can actually do. You, If you can make money. No, not if. When you start making money by something you love, you're not only a person who is doing his best to provide or her best to provide the best product. You are also growing and your mindset is changing and you're inspiring people around you. There are many people who will tell you that it is impossible, but I know this I is wrong. You should follow your dreams. And if you're good at something I, no matter what are you good uh, of baking or you're good with ch raising children or you're good with making something insane you should like like you know business project or startup you should go for it this is like this is what i'm gonna say all the time you just follow your dream you're gonna make it like of course you need to learn a lot of management yeah like you absolutely need to manage more, but as soon as you get it you're gonna be fine yeah, absolutely. And so you made your EP Supergirl and uh, uh, it, which has, you, you even have a video for the song Supergirl. Yes. 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 So uh, in the beginning, when I started uh, performing in China as a singer, uh, I realized that there is something else I'm interested to do also rather than music. And it was not because I need money. I got plenty of money for my music, finally. Uh, but uh, I've decided to start. When, when, <laughs> yeah, you know, when, 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 you, when you do something you love and you're able to make a living off it and say, hey, I actually made money off this. 
<laughs> I've started to film in videos, you know, mostly musical videos. Like, for example, all singers need to have some little reels and some, you know, singing covers and stuff like that. Yeah. And I started filming videos little by little. And my friends got very inspired. They were in filming industry. And we started collaborating together. And actually, I formed my video production team there in China later, like maybe like two years like two three years later i formed my video production team so music video supergirl was filmed by my video production team and it was the it was our first music video and uh, now i can looking back now i can see some stuff what i would actually fix <laughs> but at that time it was the best we could do yeah yeah, because now after that, you've seen a lot, you've learned a lot along the journey. You feel like, oh, no, I feel like I can do some tweaking here and there. But hey, do that for the next video. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, it, you know, this is the process. You learn on the way, you yes. know. Uh, but I'm very proud of music video. And I will tell you why. Uh, for that music video, we had 25 people who models and actors who was and musicians who was acting for that music video mm. and we had seven people a video production crew and i'm so proud of this because all of people who took part of it did this for free they did this just to support me as an artist because they believed in me and uh I am so thankful. I want. I gave all credits to everyone who took part, even managers who was, you know, managing the actors move from one another location. Yeah. So all I did, I paid for studio, for equipment. I paid for meal and transfer, and tried my best to make the the shooting fun and interesting for people and for costumes. But salaries, everyone said, "Hey, Alex, we just want you." to achieve your dreams so that was a huge support for me yeah those small things you know along along your career can 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 even help you you might find at the time maybe you you know you are, things were not that great in terms of growth in career and then someone says oh we are going to do a video for free and then you're like oh no i'm still i still need to work on this now i'm going <laughs> no no backing down at all no stopping let me keep going at the end of the day yeah so the, the I, video, uh, go ahead yeah so sorry, so sorry. I just think that uh, every job should be paid. And by that time, I uh, I accepted this offer because, you know, I was a single mom in China, foreign country, and I did have money. But the people told me that it's better I would invest this money into promoting my music and make it happen you know they said like this is a small thing for them they would like to give support uh, and since that when I grow with my base I just invest all money into the music and now I'm able now I am able to afford to pay for musicians for uh, people so every time I create new projects I have budget to pay for everybody because I'm an independent artist and I can manage my money now but it's like after so many years <laughs> it yeah. took me many much a long time to grow yeah. like 
absolutely which is amazing too when you get to a point where you can be able to spend out of your pocket and because it's always good to uh to pay for people especially if you are an artist and you've been in the arts business you you understand the struggle you understand that building your career to a point where you can be able to earn is so much hard work that whenever you find some when you whenever you make it to some place when you meet someone and you're working with them you know you know the journey that they are on and you know you can relate so you easily say no i, I will not let you work for free I'll definitely pay for that. Yeah, that's uh, that's actually very good, and this is what I do now for my <laughs> daily time for next projects, by the way. Yeah, which is interesting. So, guys, Supergirl is up is up on YouTube. You can go and check that out and watch it. It's coming from Alex Sandra, right? Go on YouTube. It's available. You'll you'll uh, you'll be able to catch that. So, uh, so, so that was the EP. So then you you move back to uh, to the US. We locate. And I know we have a new thing that we shall be, you know, getting into, uh, which is uh, too good to be true, right? Yeah. But we shall be talking about that. We just that's a brand new single that is out right now, guys. That premiered on the show, and uh, I, I encourage you to go and stream it and check it out. Okay. So uh, okay. before we get to too good to be true, so you relocate to the US. What? Why live a successful career in China? You are you are stable. You're able to make money as a musician professionally, which doesn't happen for a lot of independent artists most of the time. Uh, you you are able to live off music professionally. Why live a career in China and then move to the US? First, I met my husband in China, and uh, uh, we fell in love. And he lives in Silicon Valley. He lived in like San Francisco and Silicon Valley Bay Area and work here and uh, he asked me would i like to move to america with him uh and uh, what what i should say that actually the whole world music industry like what i wouldn't say based in in america but what i trying to say is that american pop music <clears throat> has a big influence for the whole world right yes like who are my favorite singers? Lady Gaga, she's Alicia, American. Alicia and I love Adele, she's uh, from Great Britain, but she is also, I think, based in America. <laughs> uh, there are a lot of like Madonna, and Alicia, even like, like when I was a little kid, I listened to the uh, Backstreet Boys. So yeah. like a lot of uh, American, American music has a big influence on the whole world. And I would, I was thinking it would be great to be part of this industry, to learn learn from inside. And I, I think uh, China gives an amazing opportunities, great opportunities, but the major uh, native language of China is Chinese, different dialects of Chinese, right? And I, I speak Chinese, but very like, I would say very basic. And uh, English is my third language. Chinese my fourth language and Russian and Georgian is primarily the native language I speak. And I felt like Asian culture is interesting, but a little bit, uh, I, I, some, there are some things really need to, like you cannot go get used to some cultural stuff. I'm not saying they are bad or are good. They're just uh, some, some culture, which is a little bit different from mine. And, and American culture is so diverse, so different. And there are a lot of Russian culture in America, in Russian influence. There are a lot of Italian, European, like different, different. Because in America, people are immigrants from all over the place, right? Yeah. So I found that I feel like a home and here. And uh, I think grow here as a musician 
it's going to be an amazing opportunity, right? And finally, my, my music is in English, actually. Yes. And finally, yes. I live in the country where I sing songs in the same language, you know? This is important for me. Yeah, so you moved, so you decided to move to the U.S. So we have a new project, which is Too Good To Be True, right? Yes. Uh, Too Good To Be True is one of the songs which is from that same EP. And this song, uh, this is actually my favorite song. And uh, with that song, we filmed music. Uh, 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 with this song, I'm gonna film soon a live music video in the record recording studio. Oh, so, yes. Yeah, so this is that was so nice of you to pay attention to this song. Thank you for interest you had to that. With that song, I uh, I already hired a full band. Uh, of session musicians it's going to be two backing singers amazing piano player amazing guitar drum a drummer bass player by the way i tried to keep my team very diverse so we have a lot of ladies plays instrument and and men playing instrument but what i was trying to say is that um for example i have a female drummer and a female piano player, which is amazing. I love it because, you know, girls should be uh, rocking sometimes too. So <laughs> that, that's yeah. amazing. Um, I would say that in musician wise, it's mostly male dominated, but when you see the lady playing instrument, it is just amazing. So yes, we're gonna have recording in the studio in Auckland at his next city to San Francisco in March 19th. So I hope till the end of, uh, middle of April, I will be able to post my live performance of Too Good To Be True. Oh, nice. So you're, so you're going all out for Too Good To Be True because it's an amazing song too. I, that's, that's why I just played it on the show. It's an amazing song. So Too Good To Be True is coming. The video, that, the video for that is coming out later on in probably April. April, yes, I think so. Um, yes, I'm very excited about that. Because meanwhile, on my Viva channel, we, I have two music videos, which is Supergirl music video and Still Care For You music video. Yes. And for this time, I would love to show how my music sounds when it's live, when it's real. Perfect. <laughs> and when you're sharing this feeling with musicians, with incredible musicians. And I am so thankful for having this chance to play with them my song. Yeah, I can't. I can't wait to see how this goes because you record a live video, so people, I, I think it will be interesting for people to watch you, and it will be actually it is a good way to introduce yourself after going back to the US and going to the US. Sorry, I'm saying going back, but going to the US, relocating, <laughs> yeah. and uh, introducing yourself by hey, the first video you do is actually you in the studio with real musicians playing instruments, and you performing live, so you can easily demonstrate what a live show would be for you. If, if uh, you are at an event and you are performing? It's actually a very big project for me, um, for all musicians to put together the live, legitimate live performance in the studio. It's a big thing. Uh, it's, I had, I saved budget. The music, uh, the money I made for music, I fully invested into this project. So I pay salaries for session musicians, for studio rental, uh, like for arranging everything, we're gonna have rehearsal in advance. So I am very proud of this project because as a musician, having live, good quality live studio recording, it is, it is like big step of my life. It's like get that degree in the university. <laughs> <laughs> yes, 
yeah and, and it's amazing we can we can't wait to check that out the single out though the single is out guys too good to be true on all streaming platforms you can go and check that out from alex sandro right go check that out and stream it and stream the ep2 super girl okay <laughs> <laughs> thank you stream so the whole much. entire ep okay and then there are two <laughs> videos that are already out still care and uh, super girl that are all available on youtube go watch those so now the new this is the brand new year i know you're working on your video too good to be true what else can people expect from you for this year this is the start of the year that's interesting that's the interesting part the pandemic looks like we are getting used to a point where we can actually have shows and things can go on people are trying to adjust and learning how to live with this so what is what are your plans for this year as far as music goes i think um so this is not like uh, improvised i already put together a plan for next year and um i'm not working alone by the way first time i work with my very very good colleague he is helping me to manage my musical career he is my good friend at the first place and uh, uh i i don't know did i mention or not i have pretty big social media following in russian social media uh as as a blogger and some of my followers became my listeners because they like my personality they like my music so like from half million following i have some amount of people who is listening to my music and uh since i had this blog it is sometimes hard to manage time so i have my good friend helping me to work with everything so we sit down sat down with him and we decided to make a plan for the whole year so for this year i want to release five more singles and uh, i think like maybe four or five remixes for my songs and uh, i think one more music video and the biggest plan when it comes to live performances is i already perform in san francisco but mostly i perform my songs but mostly it's like gigs you know like i perform cover songs yeah. and my my songs too but my goal is to start performing for festivals as an original artist only with my music so i would like to be featured at some uh, local Uh, places to perform my music and live videos I'm going to film on the studio of Too Good To Be True going to be the video I'm going to apply for different festivals and hopefully I get approved for some of those you know as an independent artist you need to work hard to get into the closed door and you know when you get into the closed door how proud of yourself you become i am very i've become very proud of myself of my Uh, team, team. Uh, my friend and my family who gives me so much support that's one thing that people usually forget because i've met a lot of musicians that are probably on, on the way up and i always tell them you can be very talented you can have all these things but you can't do everything okay the first when you have the talent the first thing you have to pray to get first is making sure you have a good team because if the team is really good and they want it as much as you want it or sometimes even want it more for you than you want it there are days where you feel like things are not moving straight but they will help you get through those days and they will easily you know help you and you'll maneuver through people usually think they can do it on them by themselves no you cannot do it that's true how do you know about this do you uh, uh do you so you are a radio host do you also have like music your own music yeah because i i i have i have worked with some musicians too before and uh i'm actually the difference between me is that i started i know how to dj too so sometimes i'll there are a few gigs i'll play at that i uh that i will get to play at and then 
I'm, an, I'm a radio host, but who is very active that will go with artists behind the scenes, will go to studios and see how. So I really know what goes on behind the scenes. So I'm not like only at the station and I sit down and say, oh no, Alex put out that song. It's not really good. I think she could, that, it's not a good song. Then you just move on to the next one. But you really don't know that there's hard work that goes on behind the scenes that even if you don't like something, it's okay to say, hey, maybe it's not for me. And then you move on to what you think you can support other than, you know, saying, oh, no, that's a terrible song. This is that. And then because you're seated behind a microphone and you don't know that what you say, actually, Alex might be listening in at that time. And you, you really shatter the courage that she had even to go back to studio and work on something else because they think it's sometimes people that are not active, they think it's easy. But I've been to studio sessions where people are there like all night and still things don't work out and they're like you know what let's let's try this tomorrow yeah and you yeah. go and so <laughs> i am so i am so happy to hear what you're saying uh it is so inspire ins inspiring when you talk to someone who is so into it yeah. thank you for being this person who is really like listening to music really listening yeah. This is important. It's not like, oh, this is not mainstream. This is not. <laughs> I mean, nothing wrong being mainstream. It's a good thing to be mainstream, right? And I try to be mainstream, but it is nice when somebody is so creative and so honest. So thank you. Uh, I think uh, me can speak. I can speak for all of our independent artists. Thank you for for being such a wonderful, wonderful person who is so into music. Yeah, thank you so much and and thank you guys for creating this is amazing uh i think your siblings probably so proud of you <laughs> they look we, up to you like as an older brother who is you know achieving goals you like ejs actually is such a great uh, like i have started uh, listening a few tracks just to understand uh, the the whole vibe and i found it so authentic so interesting uh for people that want to follow you on socials and all that, where would you direct them? Uh, I think you can go to check my website or uh, whenever, if you are listening to Spotify, there are links to social media. Uh, I have actually two Instagrams, which is one Russian and one English. Whenever you guys follow me on Russian Instagram, and if you don't understand Russian, you just DM me and I will move you to my English Instagram where it's more musical stuff because like I, I grew the blog, uh, lifestyle blog for Russian audience and I don't know how to switch or how combine this. This is so tough. So you guys just DM me and whatever social media you will find on my website or on my Spotify account and I will direct you to the right places. Like depends from language group. <laughs> if you're a Russian speaker, I will move you to Russian social media. If you're an English speaker, I will to English speaking uh, social media. It's been it's been great, you know, having the chat, you know, having you on the show definitely. And uh too good to be true. Guys, that's the new single. <laughs> Thank you so much. That was such a pleasure to talk to you today.